Calden placed bells on the ground as gently as he could. Her head lolled to the side and she stirred a fraction before going quiet. They were a few hours from Anasima, and she'd remained unconscious throughout the journey. He stretched his back and suppressed a curse. Dark clouds were gathering on the horizon, and he didn't like the thought of walking far in the rain. Ahead of him, Amerton was leading Elpidia and Miranda along a dirt track between newly sown fields. Behind them, Renan was standing still, facing back the way they had come. Amerton looked back and gave a short wave before jogging toward a farmhouse. Calden didn't know if they could trust a strange homestead, but they needed supplies, and this was an opportunity to lay their hands on some. Stifling a groan, Calden picked Bells up again and resumed trudging along. She wriggled in his grasp, so much so that he could barely hold on to her. She mumbled something unintelligible, and then her eyes opened. Calden clamped a hand over her mouth. Shh, he said. We're not going to hurt you. Apparently she made no such promises. Bells clawed at his eyes and Calden jerked his face away. He dropped her and grasped her arm, twisting it behind her back, managing to keep his hand covering her mouth. Bells whimpered and went limp, sinking to her knees. Calden let himself follow her down as the nails of her free hand dug into his arm. He bared his teeth at the pain but didn't let her go. Instead, he shoved her face into the dirt and forced his knee into the small of her back. He wanted to throttle her for what she'd done to Miranda. So great was the desire his hand was on the back of her neck before he realized what he was doing. Bells breathed heavily and air whistled through her nostrils. She squirmed, trying to free herself, but Calden held on tight. Choking back a sob, he released her neck. He couldn't kill her. Not yet. Not before he'd found out how to cure Miranda. After that, though. Listen, Calden said to Bells. You're not getting away. We've taken all your craftings. There are five of us and one of you. It will go easier for you if you calm down. Bell's struggles ceased. Good, he said. Now, you're going to stand up, and we're going to keep walking. Not if you agree. For a moment, Calden thought Bell's was going to fight him again. But eventually she nodded. I'm going to take my hand from your mouth. There's no one around, so no point in yelling. Bell's nodded once. Calden slowly removed his hand and twisted her around, grabbing both her arms. She stared at him with pure venom. You're a strong one, aren't you? She said. When I have to be, Calden replied. With any luck, she'd think he knew what he was doing and wouldn't try to escape again. It won't matter in the end. I'm going to kill you all. As Bells spoke, Renan came running up. There were seven soldiers following us he said. Calden smiled thinly. We either make a stand or run. He glanced toward Miranda, then at Bells. But I don't think we'd make it far before they caught us. We also can't fight seven fully armed soldiers. By the ancestors. He knew Renan was right, but it didn't make the choice any easier. In the end, though, Calden's crafted wristband wouldn't stand much more strain, and they were exhausted already. You're all going to die, Bells said. Amerden raised a hand, intending to strike Bells, but Calden stepped between them. No, Calden said. She isn't to be harmed. 
Amardin looked at Bells, as if expecting some kind of reaction, but the sorcerer remained silent. What about sorcery? Calden shook his head. It doesn't work that way, he said impatiently. She needs access to craftings, which she doesn't have. As long as her hands are bound and we keep an eye on her, we'll be safe. He made a decision. Bells is our leverage, and my hope for Miranda. So we run. We have no choice. There are plenty of farms and homesteads around here by the look of things. They won't want to risk us slipping behind them, so they'll have to search them all. That should give us some time. Come on. An hour later, the skies opened, and a cold rain poured down. It was not pleasant going. At first, it only made them miserable, but it was now heavy enough to drown out the sounds of Calden's companions close behind him.